Welcome to the Miskatonic Playhouse. I'm T.A. Newman, your host and keeper. Tonight we welcome you back to Cult and Culpability, the matinee performance in celebration of Regency Cthulhu, Chaosium's new historical setting for 7th edition Call of Cthulhu. In a moment, we'll rejoin the Prido family. But first, a reminder that Chaosium's tabletop role-playing game Call of Cthulhu contains mature themes, including cosmic horror, character death, and loss of sanity. And now it's time to pull back the curtain and roll the dice. We're we're here, uh, masters, uh, Lord Thomas. Um, do, do, do we are done, manner? Um, do you hear the, the the kind of the the door kind of click open and the steps being pulled down and um, your carriage driver is is standing there, sister? May I help you out of the carriage? Ah, thank you, and uh, thank you, thank you, Adrian. You're very welcome, Miss. Very welcome. Uh, have a lovely evening, all. Uh, I'll make sure that I'm I'm uh, sticking around. So if anybody needs anything, uh, I'll be right here. Take care of yourself. Okay. If uh, anything threatening appears, feel free to run. Right, Miss <laughs> Anastasia. Yes. <laughs> no, you will wait until given instructions. <laughs> of course, of course, sir. What else were the servants for? Cannon fodder. <laughs> I beg your pardon, sir. He jests, he jests. Uh, who's the master of ceremonies tonight? Uh, uh, that'll be uh, Lord Dunn, sir. Dunn. Uh, uh, the Reverend stops himself from uh, speaking to the servants. Doesn't he have a bit of a stutter? And then uh, moves forward, uh, hopefully leading with the children behind, whichever is most suitable for uh, entrance to a ball. And you can sense that there are other people that have arrived. The ball has has started gathering its attendees. Obviously, the first dance hasn't happened yet because that wouldn't do, would it, arriving after that? But there are a number of carriages. You can see different uh, carriage drivers waiting with their carriages. You can see the, the, the U-turn of this, this beautiful drive leading up to the manor house, which sits on the cliffs, which look over the beautiful ocean beyond and down into the town. And people are buzzing with the excitement of this and whether you can hear anybody directly you can see that there are a number of people going in being announced and you can start to hear the fallout of this wonderful social gathering lady hawthorne you are in a side room your husband opens the door my darling. My dear. You look wonderful. She she blushes slightly and it's sort of like it's it's almost like she's a, a young woman who's been courted again, you know, she's sort of like that oh oh Elias, really <laughs> Now tonight is going to be quite revealing. Now, I have two things that I would like you to make sure are at hand on the balcony, and I have them in place, but I just want you to be aware. One is this, and he goes over to one of the counters at the side, and uh, there is a um, almost a, 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 a leather tube, something that you would imagine from the sailing days and naval days that, that one would have uh, such documents or a map in. And he pops the top and he pulls out this rather old looking piece of paper and he shows you this. And investigators, you might be wondering if you're seeing anything. You're not. But Lady Hawthorne, you are. You see this rather intricately designed text with these rather interesting images. I would, what? my darling, have you keep this to hand. This is something that's going to be very important tonight. I know you've seen it before, I know you know the words, but we are going to need to encourage everybody at the ball to join with us 
in our wonderful communion. Of course, my dear. Um, of, of course I'll take care of it for you. The second is something I'd like you to make Lord Dunn aware of. He knows it'll be on the balcony with us, but I want him to be after his duties of master of ceremony. Uh, at ease. You know he gets nervous easily, and you know that he splatters around uh, trying to do what the rest of us seem to naturally be able to conduct, but this. Of course, my dear, I shall take good care of it. Um, anything that gives him a little bit of confidence. Poor dear man. Um, he does struggle so in social situations. Yes but is why we all make such a hmm, a wonderful group. But I would ask, you know he's a forgetful sort. Just remind him he needs to use each side. Yes, of course, yes. Wonderful, darling. I'll have uh, some of the hands bring them out to the balcony, but I just wanted to make sure that you knew where they were and that you have access to them as and when you see fit. Is there anything, my wonderful darling, that I can do for you before we present ourselves? Um, no, I, I think I think not. We have we have a lot to take care of this evening, and uh, I think we really we can't keep Lord Dun and Lady Dun waiting. It would not be the seemly thing to do. Particularly not with the Prido's here. I mean, we still do need to make a good impression on them. Um, I think you have perhaps been a little harsh on them at times, my darling. Um, I, I know you want things a, bit, a particular way, um, but they are young. They are young. And, and I do believe Miss Prido has taken a shrine to Tobias. And, and likewise. Tobias V is soft on Miss Prido, is he? Oh, oh, I do hope so. I do think so, yes, my dear. Well, I don't want to be uh, associated with puns, but perhaps one might say a match made in Devon, eh? Oh, my dear, some things are quite unforgivable. Please promise me you won't repeat that in public. I won't, I won't. Huge apologies, huge apologies. Right, my darling, please take my arm and let us go and put Lord Dunn out of his misery. <laughs> Thank you, my darling. And they do. They leave the room, uh, they enter, and just before the Prudos actually enter into the, the, the main ball, walking up the steps, the Prudos, uh, they get to see uh, uh, the ball uh, resplendent in front of them. Before they, before they get um, to uh, Lord Dunn, who is the master of ceremonies and is there um, uh, welcoming everybody uh, in, you can also see that there is um, a, 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 a servant of the manor there who is announcing everybody who arrives. And at this point, you see Lord Dunn standing next to his beloved Lady Louisa Dunn. And before you, Prudos, you see Lord Hawthorne and Lady Hawthorne greeted by Lord Dunn. And there is an exchange, there is a, a conversation there, words are had, but you hear a voice of a servant bellowing out, Lord Hawthorne and Lady Hawthorne. And there is a, a, an applause that ripples around the room as heads are turned to look at what they're wearing and how they present themselves. And you can see that there is a recognition of the importance of these people. Anastasia, Reverend Thomas, could you give me a listen roll, please? That is a failure. Uh, 73 over 30. Reverend? That is a failure. 81 versus 20. Ah, don't worry, Anastasia will have it. Anastasia? The greatest failure of all, 90 over 40. Um, none of you here any conversation that transpires between the Duns and the Hawthorns, but you do see the Hawthorns behind you. And just as they're announced and they are Lady Hawthorne and Lord Hawthorne moving in, uh, you can't help but notice as they step in that Lord Hawthorne almost looks behind and catches the eye of all of you and just gives you a very warm smile. 
and then enters with his wife into this most amazing ball, of which, as you approach Lord Dunn and the announcements of Reverend George Prido, Lord Thomas Prido, Miss Anastasia Prido are being announced. You can't help but see Charlotte in a beautiful blue dress with, because you recognize it's her, a beautiful blue rabbit's mask. And you obviously all have your masks with you. As soon as Lord Hawthorne has given you his devilish smile, his mask descends upon his face. Charlotte, where are you? Currently, the entrance to Dun Manor leads to a balcony, which overlooks the uh, quite uh, opulent dance floor, which even has sections. It has a top, middle and bottom dance floor, which would be reserved for different areas of the dance and, and where people could join in with the dance, because there were certain areas that you weren't allowed to join in. And you had to, if you were joining at certain times, uh, appropriately mingle your way in. Uh, and An observation floor where you could have a drink, socialize, but also talk. There's a couple of separate rooms and an overlooking viewing gallery. Charlotte, where are you? I think Charlotte is probably up there on the observing floor to see everybody coming in and she's keeping her eye out for the Pridos. She's wondering how they've been doing. She's had such a lovely day in Dun Manor, just luxuriating and being treated as though she is the absolute cream of society. But uh, she does miss Anastasia and she would like to know what kind of day she's had as well. Well, as you're there uh, uh, waiting, two things I'm going to request. Firstly, that Lord Dunn and Lady uh, Dunn are going to speak to the Prudos uh, as they enter. But also, Philippe, where are you at this moment? I'm just behind my wife. I'm just behind Charlotte. I'm waiting. I'm just smiling at her. I'm so proud. I'm so proud because, you know, she's almost the center of the night. She's watching people. She's welcoming them. And she's, yeah, everything is under her watch. And what I sounds that's that's what I want for for her. I want her to be in control of the situation, and that's what she does. I'm a happy man. You're watching your wife, your widow, your wife, my wife, my this. wife, of your course. wife. You're watching your wife enjoy this most wonderful party, and there is the most amazing. Um, uh, a, a band playing the most wonderful instruments. This really is, there is a buzzing feeling. There's so many people from Kingscombe and the surrounding towns uh, just integrating, enjoying each other, socializing. Um, but you can see the, the first dance obviously has yet to be called. Pridos, you're walking in. You see this uh, wide-eyed, um, 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 almost white-lipped uh, individual, well-dressed with this beautiful woman next to him. Um, uh, hello, um, welcome, uh, Rabbit's Ball. Uh, here, uh, come, 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 uh, Pridos. Yes? Well done, indeed, it a pleasure, pleasure. Uh Thank you very much, and the Reverend will uh, make a, a very distinct gesture to Miss Lambert and say thank you ever so much for looking after Miss Lambert. She's, she's looking better than I've ever seen her. Congratulations, your, your, uh, your uh, medical technique must be uh, unsurpassed in, in these parts. Yes, no, it is. This is quite quite right um yes i mean be, be, be treated so well um <laughs> like family <laughs> like like them um, and he will do the uh, dutiful etiquette of uh whoever else is down the line as, as he progresses through uh it, it would be lady louisa dunn uh who um is almost the complete opposite of her husband oh welcome reverend it's an absolute pleasure to have you here <sighs> 
please come in. I I I love your mask. Was it something that you had uh, done especially? It's it's I the the left ear tips is quite lovely. It, it's not something I'm I'm used to doing, but uh, as I say, when in when in Rome, uh, <laughs> I do do try and make uh, the effort. In it. Uh, thank you so much for your hospitality. It looks looks marvellous in here. I look, I'll, it I'll does. look uh, forward. Uh, point. Would it be suitable for the Reverend to take a dance with the hostess at oh, some point? I don't see why not. It seems like a lovely idea. Uh, we're He's all... not very good. He will tread on her feet, but uh, like, like I say, it's at least the opportunity. Reverend, I will ask you for an etiquette roll. Ah, marvellous. Let's see if you can stuff this one up, because we've been doing not bad on uh, dice rolls. Uh, let's have a look. Oh, that is an extreme success. 11 versus 70. So, uh, whatever. Reverend, <laughs> I would absolutely love to have a dance. I think it's such a wonderful thing for the community to see the Prudos and the Duns dancing together uh, in, in the, the communion that has brought this town into such prosperity. And if you are a step out of place, don't worry. I will make it look like you are leading the dance, <laughs> but I know what I'm doing. Uh, don't I, Jonathan? Jonathan? Oh, yes, very good. Dancing leads all the time. Shush now, don't tell anyone. <laughs> he will uh, uh, make nice niceties and hopefully that extreme uh, etiquette roll will uh, carry through to a bonus dice on his dance roll later. Remind me of that. I think that's a I'll fair try. point to make. I'll try. Uh, Thomas, Anastasia, any words with the duns as you enter with your masks upon your face? I think uh, Anastasia will try to be... Um as polite as possible, but she won't go out of her way to initiate any conversations. So a lot of curtsying, a lot of smiling, a lot of thank yous. And... Yeah, yes, it's done. Miss uh, Anastasia, yes, very good. Uh, Lord Thomas, very, yep. Ah, ah done. Uh, pleasure to see you again. It's uh, must have been since the funeral I, I last saw you. Yes. It's such a sad affair in uh, sad. With, with, with Mr. Aldworth. Very sad. That, uh, I don't suppose uh, no. you have some card tables, dice tables yes. around? Oh, right. Uh, yes. For the um, disinclined, all the elderly, um, uh, 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 non-dancing conformists. Uh, yes. Um, if you see uh, just down there, and he points down the dance floor, and if you... If you um, Towards the bottom of the dance floor, on the uh, the western side, you'll see those two separate rooms, uh, and he's kind of pointing at those two rooms. Uh, those there, um, that's uh, where you'll find uh, <laughs> the old fogies uh, having a, a game of cards. Uh, that's where, um, yes, I will, me, um, play later. Oh, fantastic. I mean, I, I must, of course, do my terps of Korean duty uh, as a young man, but I'm sure we will find time for a hand or two. Yes. Uh, Lord Thomas. Uh, my daughter. And I'm assuming he's introducing his daughter? I've no. Not his daughter. No. no. Dancing with my daughter. You. Of course I would be honoured to offer your daughter a, a dance. I'm sure she yes. will be able to slot yes, me into will. her dance card. Absolutely. Yes. Very, very good. Uh, you can see, uh, actually Thomas, give me a psychology roll. This ain't going to be good. But actually, that is a naught 2 It's a naught 2 under base, which is 10, which is an extreme success. And I'm ticking psychology. You uh, tick away, Thomas. You very much uh, get the sense that Lord Dunn absolutely feels like he is um, some kind of natural public speaker at the moment, the way he's communicating and, and the responses he's getting. Uh, he, at this moment, feels like he has just spoken to the Prittos, uh, like as if he could be speaking at Parliament. Uh, he's, he's, he's feeling very proud of himself, and the fact that he's mentioned his daughter and dancing and you in the same sentence is something that he feels very strongly about. As a father and a lord, he has done his duty. And uh, I imagine, Prudos, you uh, make your way into the ball towards Miss Lambert. But before we go to Miss Lambert, Burrows, you've been given some rather strict instructions 
What do you do, Burroughs? Let's see. Um, I was given instructions to find the telescope at 9pm. What time is it now? With the arrival and the introductions, it was from 7 o'clock, but the actual arrival of the Prados was probably a bit later. We're probably looking at about 8 o'clock here after the introductions have been made and pleasantries, and there was probably a, even though it's a very smooth process and Lord Dunn has made sure that he's been able to speak to each of the parties, giving them their due uh, respect and, and, and honour here as they're being announced. We're probably looking at about 8 o'clock. Okay. In that case, um, he's not allowed into the ball proper. Does that mean sort of not being allowed into the manor? Is he just sort of milling about among the carriages? Is there somewhere where people of lesser station are perhaps tied up like dogs to drink from a trough? There is. Uh, around the northern side of the manor house, uh, there seems to be a bit of an area which is close to the, one of the servants' entrance. And you can see that some of the house have actually, some of the house staff have actually put on a few um, drinks out there. It is very secluded. It is very hidden from any public eye. Um, but also, the rabbit's ball is a huge, huge uh, deal. And you can see that Adrian, uh, the Prido carriage driver, uh, jumps down and he kind of says, "Come on, uh, Mr. Burrows, it's, you know, it's just around here. Like we can go and have a drink." Ah, thank you. Yes, uh, drink quite. And uh, he'll follow him meekly, but he'll sort of stare at the drinks and not uh, take one. And then um, he'll ask, um, "Ah, grounds here? Ah, uh, oh, beautiful." Beautiful grounds. Uh, there's a uh, telescope. Telescope, I'm told. Oh, right, yeah. Um, well, it's like if you if you go around the, the manor house like that and you look out towards them, like the, the shore and that, the ocean, uh, you can see that's where the, the you know, the, the sea spotter is there. Uh, that's what they call the telescope there. It's because it's like, you know, I mean, it's bolted into the ground and that, but the sea spotter, it's like seeing the ships coming in and that. It's uh, a bit of a thing. Like, you know, everybody goes up there and has a look now and then. Uh, obviously, like, you know, making sure there's not real people up there having a look in that. Uh, uh, Marvellous. Uh, uh, sounds delightful. I heard, uh, heard good things. Um, is it is it far, would you say? Uh, not too far, like, but I suppose on a night like tonight, you know, you want to keep... I mean, moon's pretty bright tonight, so you shouldn't be all right, you know, should be all right getting there, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, best off... Wait, are you, you going out there? Are you going to have a look out there, are you? Uh, I just uh, in, a, in a little while, perhaps I'll um, uh, take a little stroll, take the air. Uh, oh, it's uh, beautiful. Constitutional. Uh, yeah, no, you'll see the stars and all that. You know, we see the you know glinting off the ocean and that. It's beautiful. You know, often take. Uh, I say often, maybe you know, like once. <laughs> Took a girl up there, like you know, showing her the stars and that, glinting off the ocean. It's a bit of a thing, you know, around here. You'll take mm. a lady up there, and yeah, but. Yes. Um, but yeah, Mr. Burroughs, sorry, what I meant was, it's like, you know, just, uh, yeah, it's uh, from here, you know, you're probably looking, you know, 20 minute walk and that. Splendid. Splendid, yes. Uh, ocean girls, lovely. <laughs> yes, quite. And then he'll just sort of start obsessively going through his pockets um, with shaking ink stained fingers. He's just sort of each pocket in turn, like breast pocket, inside pocket outside trousers he's just checking but no tarot cards have appeared just sort of rhythmically going through the motions just making sure his notebook yes it's there yes his dagger's there and his pen's there and there's no cards there's no cards that you don't already possess mr burrows good that sounds like good news to me um, so yeah, I guess he's sort of awkwardly, um, you know, sit on some spindly chair or what have you and while away a mostly taciturn half hour. Um, and yeah, ready at, at about half past, he'll, um, he'll say that he wants to take a stroll around the grounds and he'll set off towards the telescope. Outstanding. Uh, Miss Lambert. You are on the balcony. The Prido's approach you. The ball seems to be in its most social uh, uh, swing at the moment before any of the dances have started. And um, Mr. Lambert, a uh, gentleman approaches you just a second before the Prido's do. 
Um, miss, uh, I was, um, told by Mr. Dunn that I would be able to come up and introduce myself. Of course. Uh, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I am uh, Charlotte Lambert. It is an absolute pleasure. Um, uh, uh, Gatson, uh, Mr. Alexander Gatson, I understand this is new to you, the rabbit's ball. It's a wonderful evening. Uh, he he kind of lifts up his mask for a moment and just shows you, you know, he's been wearing a bit of a, a, a white rabbit's mask with kind of black tips on the ear. Um, but... I would only, if you saw fit, Miss Lambert, uh, like to request a dance from you this evening, if I could add my name to your dance card. Charlotte gives a slightly sidelong glance to Philippe, who presumably nobody else can see at this point. Uh, but she she nods and she smiles and she says, uh, yes, of course, I... I would be very pleased to, Mr. Gatson. Um, well, would you be, would you be free for the first dance of the evening, uh, Miss Lambert? No, she won't. Uh, I'm sorry, Miss Lambert. Charlotte tells this young lad that you're not available for the first dance. Philippe, please. If uh, you could just... It's Alexander. Sorry, um, not Philippe. Um, Alexander Gatson. She's uh, not talking to you, you stupid little prick. <sighs> Charlotte, Charlotte. No, Charlotte. I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, yeah, of course. I'm sorry. not making a scene. I'm not making a scene. I'm not making a scene. You're not making a scene. Um, Great. Perfect. Let's ignore this young lad and let's go away now. Mr. Lambert, I can see your... Um, um, D uh, p perhaps having a moment. You liked I'll, it, I'll, beautiful. I'll That's the words you're looking I'll come for. Back. Um, lovely to meet you, Miss Lambert. Um, yeah, on. Don't come back. I'll come back. Thank you very much. Lovely. Um, thank you, Miss Lambert. And uh, Gatson goes, and and he's gone, and he actually goes uh, to a group of other gentlemen, and you see that they have a little chat. Miss Lambert, could you give me a reputation roll, please? Oh no, not a reputation roll. Ah. Oh. Okay. Uh, now, for the reputation role, can I check? Because I've currently got my little problem of all my social roles having a penalty dice because I have such a scandalous past. Does yep. a reputation role count with that, or is that just as is? Uh, it is a social role, and reputation is the mm. definition of your social standing, so I'm oh, afraid Isn't that so. offset by being with the Duns? Hmm. Oh. I'm not trying to wangle my way out of it. No, I no, just I... genuinely want to know the rule here. Do you know, I don't necessarily see that as a as a as a bad point to make. You are wearing this beautiful blue dress. You are very much associated with the Duns. You've been here from the start of the evening. Word has gotten round that you've been staying at Dun Manor. Let's give you a roll with a bonus die. Ooh, wow. Okay. It's one of the few times you'll hear me say that. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, let's see what we've got. Ah, now that was a regular success, 19 against 21, but let's see if the bonus is going to help me out. Uh, no, that would have been a 49, so I shall stick with the 19. Ordinary so success. Your rep reputation uh, rides in this moment. You catch the odd word uh, from uh, Gatson, uh, and um, you almost hear a, yeah, uh, lovely. She's she, she, with the dance. Lovely. Probably dance later. You don't hear yeah. any slander or negative comments or anything along those lines. As Mr. Gatson has left you alone, and Philippe has told you very much what he thinks of Mr. Gatson, you see uh, the Reverend, the Lord, and Miss Prido approaching you, Charlotte. And Charlotte floats over to them, like Aphrodite being born from sea foam, 
and uh, because she's actually a bit annoyed at Philippe at this point, so she just walks away from him, making a scene at her moment of absolute social triumph, which she has not been used to for quite some time. So she uh, floats over and she takes both Anastasia's hands and kisses her on one cheek and said, Anastasia, oh, how, how are, are you, my darling? Oh, I wish I were better. How are you? Are you safe? Uh, yes, I tried to yes, follow I, you, I'm, but they wouldn't let me. Oh, I'm quite recovered. Thank you so much. Uh, Lady Hawthorne took very good care of me. Well, uh, I've been staying here. I've been staying here in, in Dun Manor. <laughs> Who would have thought it? Uh, Anastasia's going to, like, lean in and whisper, have they harmed you, Charlotte? Charlotte looks a bit worried at this because this is plainly not a question meant for her. This is plainly Anastasia has something that's happened that's gone wrong with her. So she shakes her head just a little bit and says, no, no, I'm, I'm fine. Well, what about you? I, I, I can't talk about it here, Uncle. You know what he's like, but be careful. And we'll talk next time we're at home. Just take care of yes. yourself. Of, of course. And then she puts on a very fake bad smile and she says... <laughs> What a lovely house. So excited for the ball. <laughs> Anastasia, you hear a voice behind you saying, yes, it, it, it is um, a lovely house. And even through his mask, you can see Tobias <laughs> uh, standing uh, next to you, who gives you a bow and um, is incredibly respectful in that moment. Uh, uh, Miss Lumber. Uh, pleasure. And Charlotte gives a slight curtsy. Uh, pleasure, pleasure to see you again. Apologies, I don't um, intend to interrupt uh, for long. I can see you're just catching up. And Miss Lambert, it's, it is wonderful to see you on your feet again after Palmel. Um, but Miss Anastasia, I also wanted to catch up and was hoping I could request a dance from you right um uh, okay uh, perhaps yes. uh, mm -hmm. the first dance yeah uh, of course first dance um i will um uh, see you soon. when we dance yes soon yes but uh, dance yeah um, mm. yes see you then yes and he just awkwardly kind of backs away um, with a big smile on his face and just kind of removes himself from the the, the rather um, awkward moment. Uh, but you can see that he's quite joyous at that. Um, yeah, Anastasia, you're still with Charlotte. Charlotte's just witnessed someone coming up and asking you for a dance. Anastasia? What, Charlotte? Uh, yes. He's very nice. He's very He's nice. He's very nice. <laughs> and very handsome. Yes. And, and uh, wonderful prospects as well. In some ways, yes, very much. What a match it would be, Anastasia. Think about this. Well, I do think about it a lot. And, um, sometimes it's, uh, yes, a uh, well, let's talk about it later, maybe, perhaps. All right. Uh, All right. We'll have a wonderful first dance. Uh, thank you. Are you having a first dance with anyone? <laughs> ah. And uh, she kind of glances back over her shoulder at where Philippe was. Oh, no. <laughs> thinking she kind of wishes other people could see him. Can I still see him? No. no, that was one time. And from what you remember, when you saw him, it was on a boat. It was on a ship. A ship uh, called boats. the HMS Devonshire. Yeah. Thomas, 
you're walking in, you've seen Charlotte and Anastasia huddle together, you're struggling to get your sea legs, sweat dripping down your head, uh, you're, you're holding yourself up tall, but it isn't long before you hear a familiar voice. Lord Cosgrove. Aha! Uh -huh. Do I spy young Lord Prido? How wonderful to see you here, my lad. Cosgrove, what the devil are you doing here? Well, you are sometimes a very difficult man to get hold of. I, you don't respond to your correspondence. You've, you've barely been moving in the same social circles as myself, so I, I thought I might take it upon myself to pay you a little visit and make a friendly inquiry about your financial situation. As I, I told you last time, Cosgrove, everything is in hand. I promise you that the matter will be settled. It's, it's funny you should mention hands. I, I have brought an associate with me. I, I believe he's in the kitchen at the moment, surveying some of the instruments they have there. And he is rather a, a specialist when it comes to hands. This is hardly the place for us to be discussing business. And as he Thomas says this, he glances across the room, smiles to a couple that are passing with a polite nod. Of course, everything's normal. Nothing's going on here at all. Absolutely. Uh, and out of the side of his mouth, it says, Cosgrove, I'm sure that your associate is very effective in what he does, but... Oh, he is, my lad. He is. Need, need I remind you that my father settled a large number of my debts, and now that I am set to inherit the estate, I shall have the funds to reimburse what, what I owe. Obviously, there is the, the, the slight legal matter of him being declared dead. We've not done that yet, but it is coming, and surely you would not want to make a scene here in front of of, of our hosts, Lord, Lord Dunn and Lord Hawthorne. Oh. I'm, I'm quite friendly with Lord Hawthorne as well and would not want to make a scene here, surely. Oh, perish the thought. I I wouldn't do anything to harm your good reputation here, would I? But, well, uh, actions do have consequences and, and so, do, so does a lack of action. And, well... I I can't be held responsible if if certain rumours find their way around here. You wouldn't. You you wouldn't. Could we please have from Lord Cosgrove? Uh, <laughs> I Intimidation? think. Yeah, I think so. I think so. With a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Thomas is offering with a bonus, I, I don't think Thomas is in much of a fit state at the moment to resist. <laughs> That's the problem. Uh, okay, that's already a hard success, and with a bonus, oh dear, oh. that's zero five, an extreme success. <laughs> right, uh, Thomas, you have never been more intimidated by this man who you know, nobody else does here, really, not that you know of, you know Cosgrove's reputation. You know how many people he has in his pocket, and it's not by accident, it's not by coincidence, and it's not by outing himself as a thuggish lout. He is a refined gentleman. But behind that visage, Thomas, you know that there is a dangerous man. And he is reminding you that with actions, Thomas, come consequences. Come, come. Archibald, friend, if action is what we're looking for, well, why not? Why not a little action at the tables? I'm sure that I can repay the debt in an evening if Lady Luck dares to glance my way. What you say see, you? see, as tempting as that is, there is the slight problem that you haven't paid me the debts you already owe me. And. I don't think that I really want to have more debt owed to me by you. If you are looking to provide me with something of value, 
Then maybe, if you know any, say, wealthy people around here with uh, poor judgment and perhaps a fondness for cards, perhaps we could be introduced and you could bring them to uh, the gaming room that that we might all become better acquainted i i believe the technical term for this is something like a, a judas goat will you be my goat young man of course sir i feel that this is a a worthy occupation for a man in my dire position I don't have much choice, do I, Cosgrove? Not at all. I thought as little. We shall reconvene in the d- gaming room shortly. Marvellous. <laughs> I shall see you there. Thomas quickly makes an exit. And Stage left. You see Cosgrove uh, casually walking, talking to a few people on his way to the gaming room. Thomas Prideau thinking very much about what he's going to do. At which point, from the balcony you hear a familiar and, um, shall we say, uh, uh, less than refined voice calling out over the the ball, over the gathering of everybody. Uh, I thank you all for joining us here. Uh, Special celebration, everybody. Um, Very good. Uh, The rabbit's ball. Very special celebration uh, people um, uh, have always believed in the power of, of, of uh, words curse words words uh, that can curse uh, <laughs> not bad language <laughs> not curse words <laughs> um, but literal words words uh, that are cursed and for for kingscombe for us for the people uh the here the sailors uh fisher folk uh one of the biggest curse words is rabbit um uh, we know rabbit the little furry devils uh causes bad luck at sea um on the boats with the, the fishermen the brave fishermen um, they refer to the, the, the furry little monsters, uh, and they, they on the ships, they, they call them the, 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 the animal with the ears. And you can see him kind of playing with his mask and he's, he's tapping his ears, uh, or the, uh, the, the, the jumping beast. Um, and, uh, as much as we, we celebrate this evening, uh, um, the dancing and the the here the rabbit's ball um we must nominate uh, the, the, the 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 gentleman the rabbit's ear and lady as the rabbit rabbit's foot as is tradition uh so please join us in a number of dances um that we 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 dance and we we drive the rabbits away from the ships um to keep the the, the boys the, the fishermen uh, safe you see safe on the on the ships um so yes nominate um the the rabbits here and the foot um and we dance and we drive the pesky little nibblers uh, the beast the furry beasts away you see um yes uh, let's see who is nominated and let's see whose dreams come true. Lady Hawthorne was just going to smile encouragingly at Lord Dunn and sort of like little small claps just to, because, you know, bless him. Um, he did quite well there, actually. For him, that was a successful public speaking role. And there's a moment where, like, one person claps and then two people and then three and then everybody gets the idea and everybody kind of claps even though it was a you know, terrible speech um, delivered in, in, in a terrible sense and everybody uh, begins this, this, this applause. 
um, and and uh, the, the the whole um, room erupts, and the first dance begins. Tobias steps up, Anastasia to you, and offers his hand. Lady Hawthorne, you see your son. Tobias stretches his hand out to Miss Anastasia, uh, ready for the first dance. Miss Anastasia. Gives her hand to him. They walk on to the dance, dance And Reverend, did you say you were going to dance with Lady Dunn? If this is a suitable time, then the Reverend will take the floor with Lady Dunn. Uh, not to upstage the young couple, where uh, you'll actually be quite, quite heartened that uh, she's dancing with Tobias. Maybe some good will come of this evening, after all. A few uh, uh, d- d- couples join the floor. You see, uh, you see Tobias and Miss Anastasia, yourself and Lady Dunn. Uh, you see a few couples you don't know. Uh, there's a, a, a couple of gentlemen that are dancing together. There's lots of people that are watching from the uh, the observation floor, just just interested. Known from the balcony, you can see that Lady Hawthorne and Lord Hawthorne are very much standing on the balcony, watching everybody uh, and just engaging in what fun they're having. And you can see Thomas cutting across uh, the observation floor as he's trying to make his way to talk to different people and you hear the first chords of the minuet in G begin but we are with Burroughs time has come you've made your way Burroughs from the few drinks that are being had at the uh, northern side of Dun Manor with the servants and you arrive at the telescope, looking over the King's Bay, And you see before you a gentleman, nah, not a gentleman, a man, standing with a package wrapped in his hands. Um, he takes a deep breath and approaches. Um... <clears throat> I believe you have something for me. Uh, uh, that's far enough now. It's, it's, it's a long drop just there, so don't you go acting the fool now. Uh, Were you followed? Uh, he danced a look over his shoulder, almost startled. Uh, I, I, I think not, no. Okay, I think, I, I, I've got what you want right here, but I want to see that you've got what I'm after. Uh, what's your... Um, he starts sort of frantically patting his pockets again. Uh, I, I, I beg your pardon? What is it, uh, what? The money, you lobcock. Hand it over. Hundred pounds as agreed with the reverend. Hundred? 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 Um, thanks a bunch, reverend. <laughs> I'm assuming, Mr. Burroughs, you don't have the pre-arranged hundred pounds uh, that was going to be offered to um, to give protection from a certain someone. I don't recall being handed a hundred pounds. No, I don't recall you being given a hundred pounds either. Yeah, I didn't hear it either. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> right. Um, so yes, he sort of makes a big show of patting his pockets, and he sort of like turns one or two inside out and says, "Ah." <clears throat> Uh, would you forgive me, uh, kind sir? I uh, was not um, something of a messenger in these matters. Um, not, in fact, they don't concern me directly. I'm merely uh, performing uh, an act of service. I was not informed. Um, that surely um, you would accept a uh, promissory note, or uh, if, perhaps if you, if you called um, on the morrow, we might make uh, arrangements. A note. You want to give me a note? Uh, I, we, we, I agreed with the Reverend. We, uh, I'd get a hundred pounds tonight up here. I, I, I don't have time to, to, to uh, wait till tomorrow. I need, I need the money now. I, I'm, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. I, I fear he uh, neglected to mention the detail of uh, a trifle. Really, I bet he, uh, he did not uh, mention payments. Uh. Uh, what have you got on you right now? What have you got on you? 
On, uh, on me? Um, he, he sort of reached into an inside pocket, um, into a billfold or whatever people kept their money in. Um, what is a reasonable quantity of old-timey money for <laughs> an apprentice lawyer to be carrying? A, a pound or so? There we are. So he'll sort of um, timorously proffer it. Only 99 short. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so Peter Owens is going to look at that and he's, he's, he's looking at you sort of a, a mix of anger and also panic at the same time and he's going to start to sort of, uh, I guess, sort of back away, back away from the cliff and, and, and he doesn't know whether to, to beat you up or to, to, to just vacate the area. In that moment where Peter Owens is wondering whether to assault you or whether to abandon you, Mr. Burrows, you the feel... The two A's. Exactly. The, the two A's of any natural introduction. You feel in this moment, Mr. Burrows, completely at a loss, unprepared, and in a unique situation, you feel quite like and that's when you hear a voice burrows from behind you. A voice that you might recognize when you hear someone say, you fool. And two hands reach over your shoulders, one on each, and you feel this very tight grip on your shoulders as this voice and these lips and this face leans in next to yours. Mr. Burrows, you seem to have been interfering with those that are close to me and mine. And Mr. Owens here has informed me of your interference. Burroughs uh, almost has a heart attack. His knees buckle for a moment and then he just sort of, to avoid falling over, sort of bounces upwards a bit into the steely grip. Um, and then he just starts spluttering. I wouldn't, uh, no, really, performance. I are professional duties, sir. Professional duties. Professional duties, and you feel this this um, physical exertion as these hands they literally spin you around and then grab you by the front of your your clothes and lift you from the floor. Mister Burris, is there anything you do here to counteract what's going on? Not that you have to, uh, just giving you the opportunity to, should you wish. Um, I appreciate that. Burroughs is not exactly a man of action. I'm just looking at some stats here, and they are dispiriting, I would say. <laughs> so, I mean, we could exercise all of his 30 points in strength, or perhaps his brawl of 25. Uh, he's been grabbed by his lapels, which is going to make it quite difficult to reach for the small knife in his inside pocket. So I think he just sort of is helplessly like beating against the man's chest maybe just trying to loosen that grip very ineffectually okay well should we have a contested brawl roll do you think sounds great sounds great how did you get off mr burrows oh well uh mr burrows has done about as well as you might expect from out of his stature that is a 74 over 25 almost uh <laughs> almost a complete reverse of of our friend here um who has succeeded excessively he grabs you by your lapels lifts you from the floor and within three or four quick rapid steps almost beyond a natural sense has you next to the telescope and at the edge of the cliff and he is holding you out, your toes almost just tippy-tapping on the edge of the rock, then leads to the abyss and the ocean below. Owens. Mr. Jenkins, sir! Uh, come on, you don't have to hurt him. He's not one of the Prittos. Uh, 
you told me you weren't going to hurt him, please. Come on, let him go now. Owens, come here. Owens takes a, a few sheepish steps forward towards Jenkins. Jenkins, one of his hands goes behind his back and he pulls out a small um, leather um, sack almost and just drops it on the floor. Mr. Owens, you hear the sound of coin dropping to the floor. And he says, Oh, Mr. Owens, I'm not going to hurt him. You are. And then he pulls a small knife out of his pocket and holds it open to you. If you want to take that little bag to your wife and daughter, you know what you need to do, Mr. Owens. So Owens takes the knife with a shaking hand. But he says to Jenkins, he says, How do I know my, my family are going to be safe after all this? <laughs> How do you know they won't be? The only sure thing you can do, Owens, is what you are told. Owens is going to glance at the knife in his hands. He's going to glance at the bag on his floor, and he's going to—he's going to look at Mr. Burroughs with with this look in his eyes that says, "I really would like a persuade roll right now." <laughs> <laughs> and who are you would like the persuade roll from? Is it like, from Jenkins or is it Burroughs? I think. Oh well, I'm already scared of Jenkins. I think I'm going to need a persuade roll from Burroughs to act against Jenkins, I would say. That's Lovely very idea. Fair. Lovely very charitable. Idea. Let the dice decide. And once again, we turn to this uh, delightful character sheet and all of 30 points in Persuade. Don't <laughs> blame <laughs> the character sheet, Burrows. He's very good at law. He's extremely good at law. Um, Maybe you can lawyer your way mm. into it. I could explain I mean, that... Plead your case. Fine. Yeah, plead the case. Yep. I mean, maybe, maybe he's going to go for it. Unfortunately, I really appreciate the idea of the the persuade role. And I think in this moment, as Jenkins, there oh, is I'm no sorry. need for an intimidation role because Mr. Owens is so thoroughly uh, intimidated and fearful of Jenkins in this point, as is Burroughs hanging half over the, the, the cliff edge here uh, oh, yes. uh, north of Dun Manor. And having this moment where Peter Owens holds this knife looks at Burroughs and it's almost a non-verbal communication of persuade it's almost a convince me not to do this Burroughs what do you roll I roll a 62 over 13 oh. so we can assume that he is just whimpering incoherently as liquid trickles its way down his leg he's just no please no simply no Mr. Aldous will hear of this. I know, so I'm not, not a pretty oh, I'm not like, with a lot of friends in high places, you know, I could do information. It's but probably at that useful. moment, Burroughs, that Mr. Owen acts. Mr. Owen, please describe your action. I feel horrible about this. Mr. Owens, he, with a shaking hand, he, he reaches up and as quick as he can, he jabs it into Mr. Burroughs' throat. Throat. Oof. And then he falls go. back after, you know, leaving the knife in there and he falls back and he's just like, oh God, <laughs> oh God, oh God. As Peter Owens drops to the floor crying and Mr. Burroughs has this uh, knife almost poking between the, the, the neck, the base of the neck and the collarbone, uh, here and blood just wells and swells through his white shirt between his uh, over his 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 black almost his black suit almost just looks almost uh, reflective um, almost silver now in the night sky and the last thing you hear in this moment Burroughs is Jenkins just leaning in and just coming to your ear and saying you stay away from my beloved you fool and he just lets your lapels go and you fly through the air Mr. Burroughs off the side of the cliff 
and there is a sudden slap and a cold whoosh that rolls over you. Thank you for joining us for Cult and Culpability. Remember, you can find us at www.miskatonicplayhouse.com and you can also visit the main stage for other scenarios from the Miskatonic Playhouse with links in the show notes below. Please like and subscribe and if you can spare a minute to leave a review, it makes a huge difference to other like-minded listeners who will be able to find and enjoy our work. Until next time, when the curtain rises again.